Welcome to Just Dads Reading Books, a podcast about judging your kids for what they read. This is produced by Matt Martins and EJ Sanders. Music by Russian Baths. Uh, and here's just another one. Here's another one with me. And then, uh, I, hey, it's, uh, what's up? I'm Matt Martins. Uh, this is a this is a different podcast of mine, apparently. Uh-huh. And I'm yeah. here with uh, my close friend and confidant and book club enjoyer. It's yes. EJ Sanders. What's up? Hey, it's me, and I'm on. I'm on one. This is <laughs> this is mine. This one's now mine. This is as much his show as it is mine. We don't know what this is yet. That's the hook of of this episode yeah. that you may or may not be listening to right now. We don't know what this is yet, but here's what we do know. Mm-hmm. Uh, EJ and I, uh, we have a book club. We read. Uh, we read adult books. We read. We read Ooh, like things. For, for, who cares about that? The other thing we've done occasionally is we've just like he and I have gone off into our little corner and been like, hey, do you want to read? Do you want to read like one of the Avatar, the last Airbender yes. books or whatever? You want to read some just like children's fiction? And we're both like, yeah, I was like, that would be that would be kind of good actually. I think I like that. And uh, EJ and I both have daughters. Uh, That's correct. R- uh, around the ages around of the same five age. and two. Uh, They'll get closer to the same age the older they get. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Is that that's some, that's, some, that's kind of wild how time works. Similar age. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know what this idea, this concept for this show is for EJ yet. In my head, uh-huh. I think of this show as I want to check out some books that I would otherwise have no reason to read. Some young adult novels, some kids novels. And I don't, I'm never going to tell my daughter or kids right. if i have more i'm never gonna tell her what she can and can't read i don't care correct yeah but, we should we should probably preface by saying yeah, yeah, that, yeah. like we may say some inflammatory things sure. on this show and not sure. in like an offensive way but like nah. just in a way that's just like we're gonna make statements on this yes. show kind of like you make on old gamers almanac about yeah, yeah. certain games being your favorite right um <laughs> we're gonna make quality judgments here we're gonna and make the real quality, quality judgments. judgments are not whether or not my daughter is allowed to read anything right. or not but what i am doing this is my research project to determine mm-hmm. how much am i allowed to judge my daughter for what she reads and right? you are allowed to do that <laughs> i'm allowed to do that and so i'm gonna do i'm gonna learn about some book series so that when my daughter is of reading age and she's checking them out i can go oh that's pretty lame you're gonna read that suit you really you want to start with that okay we're gonna have like an educated opinion yes. on what they're reading and exactly. so that's gonna be that's gonna be really awful for them actually <laughs> they're gonna be like they're gonna bring home the unicorn princess when we're like that one again really really Ugh. no but then we'll it'll turn out, out but then we'll think that and then we'll read the unicorn uh-huh. princess and we'll be like wait did y'all know actually? that the unicorn princess is dope <laughs> as heck like let's it's actually come on let's yeah. go yeah yeah uh, so uh the initial idea for this podcast and like i said we were just kind of kicking around some stuff but but mostly we wanted to read book series and then we read percy jackson and yeah. that's the, that's Uh-oh. what we read first <laughs> and we decided to go kind of in a different direction here <laughs> <laughs> because of percy jackson uh, but that is kind of the uh, topic of today's yeah. episode we do not have a structure per se, for how we're going to talk <laughs> about it. Tell? We thought we would do, like, full series, and then we were like, uh-huh. yeah, but maybe we don't just, like, tackle an entire <laughs> series in one go if we are, I don't know, not big fans of it or whatever. Yeah, uh, yeah. The other excuse of this show for me 
is finally a show where my daughter could be screaming in the background and that's oh, like yeah. kind of part of it like that's, that's like part the ambiance. of the vibe, yeah that's like yeah, hey listen this show's for her inevitably mm-hmm. so like if she's talking in it you know that's just that's just because i wanted it to be there not because i couldn't control her in the other room it's got nothing to do with that and we're gonna do we're gonna do a no swear this is a no swear oh yeah sure 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 sure, sure. This, this is a no swear uh, just it would be really know. weird if our show about children's books was yes. like f this yeah yeah and yeah, yeah. and all that that i, I don't think yeah so trust trust that this is something you can listen to do with, with your, your kids. kids we if your kid is really into a book series mm-hmm. and you want them to feel bad about it yeah. put this on in the car and be like listen these two guys <laughs> say percy jackson's a nerd and a narc like come on no, don't say anything to them be passive aggressive <laughs> <laughs> don't say anything to them just actually instead don't just do that put it on and just put and it let on us, and like let us stare do the judgment them, for you they don't have yes. to know that you're judging them we'll do that for you <laughs> we'll take the heat on your behalf okay so uh we did it we read percy jackson and the lightning thief which is yeah. the first of a five-part series of uh-huh. books about Percy Jackson, this little yeah. teenage boy. We'll give a brief overview. I don't need to tell you everything that happens in the books. You he's might 12, want to read them. Isn't he? He's like a preteen. He's 11. He's 11 oh, okay. years old. And he's got kind of a rough past. I'm surprised by how much like raw stuff there is in this book, huh? He's yeah. uh, he's got like a his, he doesn't know his dad at all, and he's got this really really awful um, yeah. not stepdad, right? Boyfriend, mom's boyfriend sucks. Yeah, he's, mom, mom's and and like bad. not just in like kids book way sucks like actually yeah, like sucks. a really <laughs> awful person like it's kind of funny because uh for you know this book kind of introduces itself um kind of nonchalantly you know yeah. very very meet at the tavern sort of thing for children's uh-huh. books which is like i'm at school today you know right, like right oh yeah that's it's all in first the, person which is we'll talk about that more later but this whole mm-hmm. book being in first person is pretty weird yeah. for a couple reasons yeah for a few reasons uh one is it is like it's almost trying to achieve a tone that is like kind of higher education yeah but via an 11 year old kid <laughs> so like the, the the vessel in which you have to consume uh yeah. you know the thoughts of this 11 year old kid is like also this like kind yeah. of uh elevated uh way of thinking so yeah, but it's, let's it's be very clear. interesting it's 11 year old kid by way of a 40 year old's words and the way they think an 11 year old thinks. yeah exactly that's what i'm saying it's like this is that cliche example of like do 11 kid 11 year olds actually think this way or is this you kind of putting this on them <laughs> right it's it's spinning yarns that you wouldn't even like yeah. you wouldn't even think of when you were 11 like when i was 11 i, I was certainly not yeah. like thinking like as critically as as right. this child yeah, yeah, yeah. and maybe that's because i'm dumb but like, <laughs> but it's very possible that it, um it's just it's it, it's a weird tone it's yeah. a it's a very weird tone we're going for it's authored by i want to talk real quick about yeah. rick reardon okay um we were really worried we uh we right before the show we were talking about rick a little bit we were like oh no is rick problematic and no it turns out rick's not and if you read this book you would know <laughs> like, you kind of get he's it he's harmless like, man i don't know he how seems he- like a harmless dude yeah Yeah, he's from san antonio i hope that remains true forever but uh yeah yeah, rick 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 seems like a seems like an all right kind of dad i would say yeah he kind of wrote this book for his kid is kind of how it feels um yeah yeah, and like so the whole series kind of is born of that and it's just uh you know it's not offensive he looks not offensive (laughs) it's yeah Yeah. it's not there's not like a ton going on throughout this book but you want to take us through it a little bit yeah you you brought up he wrote it kind of for his kid uh because our main character percy jackson has adhd and dyslexia 
yeah. which is an interesting uh, quality to be inside the head of, right? And and his right. uh, son, right, his child mm-hmm. has his, his uh, real life both son. of these two things, and yeah. so really writing it from their perspective, if anything. And I don't, I can't say how much, how well he handles that because what inevitably happens is what Percy Jackson is actually about is. Uh, there, the gods are real, just like uh, in Neil Gaiman's American Gods. Uh, the the Roman gods and many other gods are all real uh, and still do stuff all around the place. And Percy Jackson actually is Perseus Jackson, and he happens to be the illegitimate child of Poseidon, the god of the sea, and whatever. Yeah. I don't know all of Poseidon's accolades, but the reason he has a distant father is is because his father is a god, and he's like a a half immortal being or whatever. And this is like a talking point in the book, actually, um, about because you said something that I want to discuss a little bit, which is illegitimate. Yeah. Um, which actually is kind of interesting how that works in this book. Yeah. It's like the god has to claim you, and then you're legitimate. Like, yeah. Yeah. That there's like a whole there's a whole character arc that Percy has to go to that is go through that is like sort of like earning Poseidon's love. Yeah. In a way. So he already doesn't have a father figure that's worth anything uh, with this just a dingus yeah this guy's a dingus a poker this dad, dude just a just a bad a bad bad guy that is no mm-hmm. fun to be around and does actually towards the end of the book some truly heinous stuff some really <laughs> awful stuff like some really stuff that you'd be like man yeah that shouldn't that's exist evil uh but so the other thing about it though is and the reason i think maybe the adhd and dyslexia is a, mm-hmm. a maybe a strange addition is the fact that it gets written off as that is a very standard thing that happens with people who are the sons of gods like because oh, yeah. they are greek in nature so our english language doesn't make as much sense naturally to them as greek does so right. dyslexia comes from that and adhd comes from like the fickleness of gods or whatever i just it's weird <laughs> it's to like, attribute okay. specific psychological traits to something like yeah. that i have no idea i i am sure for for a book for an 11 year old it's like you know what great that's cool and a Actually kid can cool. kind of be like i'm just like percy and that's probably all mm-hmm. good it probably you could probably get very very academic about it and say this is not the best way to handle it but i don't know how i don't know how we get there it kind of gets brushed off in the book and yeah. also it doesn't really get addressed again right and so it's just kind of like he has these things yeah it comes up in random they just yeah they just bring it up like oh he couldn't read yeah. that sign because remember we said he was dyslexic earlier, yeah. so he can't really read that sign it's hard to read it's a lot of reminding the kids that we said it earlier yeah. there's yeah. Like <laughs> a lot of that like a lot of remember when we said this yeah we said it earlier and uh, were you paying attention we're doing you it might again. have adhd too <laughs> <laughs> so were so, you paying attention so the whole plot of the lightning thief eventually becomes uh percy gets sent to this camp it's revealed to him that he is the son of this god he's working on kind of his skills that he has acquired through being a somewhat godly being and then it's revealed that someone has stolen uh zeus's lightning there is a lightning thief yeah and uh he gets blamed for it so to clear his own name he has to go on a cross-country quest to find the true lightning thief which makes it feel even closer to american American gods Gods, it is a it's just a road trip across america while we run into a bunch of famous gods along the way uh and yeah what a what it it freaks me out how much this book is exactly like american gods you you would think rick probably read american gods Uh at some time right so um and let's just dive into a little bit of what that story is about because it's because American Gods, we read it, you and me, we read it about a year ago. Yeah, 
Um, it was one of the first books we read for our our little book club that we do here in town, mm-hmm. and um, I I think it had mixed reviews from everybody in our group. You mean not not everybody in the world? Yeah. The world loves oh, the world. Loves our it. group was like, ah, eh, this is a pretty good book. I guess it's okay. Yeah, like it was fine. Um, I you know it definitely has this a lot of similarities. Uh, like Greek gods coming to America. Both right. of them ha- highlight America yes. as this like place. Like yeah, Americana the, is like a featured mm-hmm. instrument of the storytelling. Like what if the gods were reinterpreted as American ideals and all of that? Right. And and well, well and then the old gods and the new right. There's a lot of yeah. that in American gods. Less so. You don't really hear a lot of it. And I wonder too. This is why we're gonna probably revisit some books in this series yeah. eventually. Right. But but like I want to see kind of like well, what do they mean? You know, what are new gods? You know, right. they uh, you know the way that it's interpreted in uh, American gods. The book by Neil Gaiman is uh, there's like the you know television is an American god. Like Media, god. Yeah, yeah, I guess yeah. you know yeah. like you know there's these very abstract ideas. The vices of modern America mm-hmm. manifest themselves in random gods. What I like about Percy Jackson, at the very least, is for a kids book. They didn't go straight for all of the obvious heavy heavy hitters. There's a couple Correct. gods in this book or or godlike things, Roman and Greek mythology uh, type things that I'd never even heard of that, right. that show up in this book, which is like, okay, thank goodness. They don't just like burn through all of the most. I mean, there's a, a lot of the obvious stuff is yeah. in here, but they don't they 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 sidestep a few things and save stuff for later books. So it's like, okay, thank goodness we'll have stuff trickled in throughout the, the books and I'll, and I'll get to experience different weirder characters that are from the Greek mythos. Right. I, I liked that there was very strange Greek mythos stuff in this. Yeah. And not that these, these are really all that strange, but you know, using Dionysus and yeah. like, and saying to, you know, children, like, you don't learn about Dionysus yeah, really yeah. until right. late high school, early college. Yeah. I mean, on, on the whole, and introducing a god like Dionysus yeah. uh, to eleven year olds is kind of like, yeah. hey, here's your first, <laughs> here's your first taste of what this guy is. And in the way that they did too, like Dionysus is like this angry camp counselor. Yeah. It's really He's just good, cranky. Yeah, like they they were like we basically taken him out of the god role and put yeah. him as a camp counselor. <laughs> and I think that that like some of the things that Rick is doing in this book are really really solid. It's yeah. in terms of introducing and and teaching. I think. Uh, you know, that age group, how Greek gods and Greeks, uh, Greek mythology works. Well, what's what is actually quite good about the book, and we'll get into like weird complaints we have with it in, after this. But to, to start with the good stuff, the, the thing that's interesting about it is I, it, I do think it really accurately captures the essence of how uh lackadaisical gods are like how, how they yeah. were portrayed like old stories of greek gods is very much like and then the gods showed up and really just started screwing <laughs> stuff up and that you still feel that in this book just like these gods are just around man and they're a huge pain in everyone's butt they are not here to uh rule over anything they're just here to do crap and mess with your day yeah greek gods and it's portrayed that way too in american gods but also it, it kind of sticks to that trueness of these are more people than they are gods yeah it's right. just they are they are they just have these powers right they, they're just like really fallible super fallible actually most of the time worse than normal people yeah right <laughs> i mean the <laughs> like, fact that the main one we're introduced to is a deadbeat dad that abandoned yep. his family like that's the yep. style of gods we're getting in this Yep, that's that's essentially it, and uh, and then the, like the so so we go through the plot a little bit more. So Percy goes to this camp. He learns that he's Poseidon's son. You know this in this really weird way. Everybody really you know 
everybody begrudgingly almost kneels to him. Right. He goes on this road trip, hero's journey across the country. He's got to go from <laughs> New York to LA because, of course, you know, yeah. two biggest cities in 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 America. Which they do surprisingly easily, I will say. For eleven year old children running around on their own, they get across the entire country. <laughs> I will say my favorite my favorite stop in the book is the Gateway Arch. Yeah, they go to St. Louis. They do. <laughs> as if that's one of the most important American destinations. Yeah. yeah. They well, in hit. the Midwest, it's funny because Rick is from, you know, Rick Reardon, he's from Texas. So it's kind of like, um, you know, the Midwest really holds to those <laughs> like kind of things that we have, you know. And even though Texas yeah, is kind of its right. own thing uh, when it comes to those sorts of things, you can kind of tell that maybe Rick has some um, love for for Midwestern cities such as St. Louis. I mean, it's it's an interesting, it's a fine chapter. Um, you know, he gets the geography of the place correct. Uh, uh, Percy's uh, ADHD really shines in this yeah. in this scene where he's just like where he's like, ah, and the lady who's like kind of freaky and has like yeah. a snake for a tongue is just standing there, and you're like, hey Percy, hey, Percy. everyone <laughs> else here knows what's going on, hey, dude. <laughs> yeah, like, hey dude, we. Uh, <laughs> I hate to tell you, man, uh, but you you got yeah. some stuff yeah. coming your way my guy and uh then you know stuff it's the fan uh Ky- Ky- i think it's chimera is what's after him. yeah well medusa's and that's there's a lot there's a lot that happens throughout it and i don't want to cover like every single beat here uh no. but let's get into sort of what were kind of our issues along the way and then we'll kind of we'll, we'll talk about more or less the ending and how it feeds into the rest of the series so the reason we keep complaining about this book is we prefaced it earlier a little bit by saying I mean, this is just, this is written like a 40-year-old wrote an 11-year-old's brain. And, and yes. so much of that, it comes off pretty hokey. Now, I want, I will say too, EJ and I uh, are both nasty, dirty audiobook listeners, not actually readers. I, oh, I'm going to reveal gonna, it. You revealed it. read this book. We listened to this book. That's how. Yeah, listen. we don't read. So this is actually a book club for people <laughs> who don't read. Which I think is perfect. Uh but we listened to it, and I don't know the 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 voice actor who did the reading maybe leaned too hard, also into the sort of like I'm an eleven year old boy. It was just like really hokey and dopey, <laughs> and I think didn't do the the actual words on the page any favors. But it definitely came off yeah. like a very kids book which is just like not it's funny for being a person trying to start a podcast about kids books i don't like kids books very much i don't like that sort of pandering kind of writing and that's what i'm looking for though right is what i want my kid to read is stuff that doesn't just pander to them is like for them and about stuff that they would be concerned about Mm -hmm. but is written to them as though they you know were an adult and can handle this stuff which this book does a lot of like here's some subject matter that may be tougher to handle than you're used to but it's still very often felt really pandering in in how percy thinks about things and approaches topics yeah it always ends up okay right and sometimes it doesn't you know and there are some things that happen in this book such as gabe who is his stepdad he's consistently (laughs) awful um so there there are things that happen in this book that that aren't necessarily um pandering to children but like you were saying they just don't they also don't do enough um to to maybe educate somebody in a way that is is elevated you know that we right. we have a 40 year old talking to us essentially right. this book would have been better you could have kept it first person if it was percy jackson as a 40 year old reflecting on his 11 <laughs> year old life. Oh, life yeah maybe so yeah or, or or even i mean i think a third perspective honestly would have done pretty well although i guess it's really hard to convey things about like adhd and dyslexia from a non-first person perspective so i think i get that decision but yeah, it just makes the whole thing feel 
um, I don't know, very, very adolescent where it didn't have to quite be that much. Um, so the book, you know, you go through all this stuff, there's twists and turns in terms of like what's actually going on with this lightning thief mystery. I found myself actually somewhat surprised towards it. I think you could, if you knew enough about Greek gods, you probably would see right through this ending and I probably should have. But it's a decent little twist where along the way you meet Ares, the god of war, and you know you meet him and he's he's kind of a butthead, he's kind of a jerk, and you 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 make your way through it, uh, and you don't think about the fact that they keep talking about what's happening is that because of this uh, thievery of the lightning, there's going to be a war between Poseidon and Zeus, and that wars are like gods uh do really crazy things during wars there's way too much stuff about world war ii in this book yeah, to be clear. they talk way <laughs> way way too much about how the world war ii stuff was caused by gods not a fan of that part probably my least favorite part of the like in terms of cultural relevancy let's please not blame world war ii on just like oh actually it was just like two gods getting up the funny business it's like no there's yeah. that's not the lesson we need to teach kids but regardless the twist ends up being that actually uh, this this god of war is who stole the 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 lightning bolt and and snuck it into you because essentially the god of war is trying to cause the next massive war to increase their own power yeah, amongst all of the gods. You start to learn there's like tiers of gods. Right. Um, and that's kind of like Dionysus is like how low is Dionysus, right? right? In yeah. comparison to Ares and Athena and like these Zeus kind of and second Poseidon tier. All the top well, Zeus, yeah. Poseidon, and Hades are set apart are the, in the book. Right. As the three the three main gods. So those right. are those are the ones where it's like, okay, these three, and then it's kind of like the second tier, and then yeah. it's, there's probably even a third tier where like Dionysus might reside right. or something like that. Right, so right. you you definitely see the hierarchy. Um, you know, I, I don't mind things like that being presented to children, but like like you said, just kind of the way that it's presented via this like yeah, World War Two was bad, yeah. huh? But it's like also like really downplayed. Um yep. not certain <laughs> not certain I want that in the minds of, of yeah. ten to twelve year olds. Um, right. And and it, it, it also does this thing of they keep talking about if we let if we let them get away with this, if if this war happens between Zeus and Hades and Poseidon, right. it will be World War Three. And there is a thing where, like, yes, the the notion of World War Three is like something that I think kids easily come up with. They are told there was a World War One, there was a World War Two, and the natural step for them is like, oh, so like the biggest deal ever would be a World War Three. I I'm not a fan of them playing with that as an idea. I, I think it's 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 a quick way to like express the intensity of the situation, but it also drastically glazes over the real intensity of the situation yeah there's a lot of american sort of nationalism in this yeah. um, book and yeah. so you know from an american perspective this is 2005 when this was written mm -hmm. so from an american perspective in 2005 there was stuff that just didn't seem like a huge deal that now that we're reading it 17 years later it's kind of like Hey, you know, maybe we don't talk about that yeah. because it's a lot of stuff we don't talk about a lot anymore. Like World War Three is not going to be something that yeah. just like is going to happen. It's going to be something that is cataclysmic. Not so, great. Not not just going to be a goofy fight between godly or, brothers. Right. It's yeah. It's not some goofy fight. So yeah, there's definitely some problems. I guess I have with the kind of the messaging there. Uh, but overall, book's pretty inoffensive. Um, yeah. 
you know, would I let my kid read this? Yeah, whatever. Would I judge her? Yeah, I'll judge her. I'll judge her for sure. You know, uh, it's it's a nerdy little thing. I it mean, is. if she reads the first one to check it out, listen, I did that. We're we're sitting right. here today because I figured I'd check it out. But right. if she was like, Dad. I want to see all the Percy Jackson movies. It'd be like, oh. oh no, let's watch the American Gods TV show and be <laughs> just watch really inappropriate content for eleven year olds. Let's. Just, I would rather do that, honestly. <laughs> I really think too that this sort of like Greek mythology, Norse mythology, yeah. all of it's so cool. It really yeah. is like as God, a concept. You could just read. You genuinely could just read old. Norse mythology. Neil Gaiman. We're talking about Neil Gaiman here. Neil Gaiman wrote a Norse mythology book of a compilation of Norse Norse mythology stories that he sort of put into his own language. That's family friendly. Just read that. I mean, I don't know if every single story in his family friendly. Double check (laughs) each one. But you could read most of those stories and get all of the appeal of of the gods. They do not need to be placed into this kind of setting for them to be interesting to an 11 year old. Right. Go, go learn about Hagen. Hagen's yeah. cool. Are you kidding me? That's, I, I, yeah. There, there's, like, I, if at the very least this like got someone interested in learning more about Norse gods so that we could go do real Norse right. gods or a uh, uh, Greek god stuff, more power to you. That sounds great. Uh, I, I, I think that would be a wonderful jumping off point. And you know what? There's only four more books in the series. So if you wanted to knock them out in a couple weeks, that's you fine. Uh, again, they're, they're not taking anything away. They're not, um, anything i want to actively avoid we will cover more of them in the future but yeah i i just don't there's so much cooler stuff with this same sort of topic or setting that you could be hitting up that i would be much more interested in seeing my daughter get into yeah i just think that just kind of i think it might just be the framework because it's kind of my problem with american gods too so yeah uh it's just like I don't need it to be in America. Yeah, I don't right. really want it to be in America. Right. <laughs> um, mostly That's because what's it's changed about society these days. Is clearly there was a point where it's like, no, nah, we're still kind of into this American yeah. as the center of the world thing. Not, I mean, clearly many people were not into that, but there was a thing where right. even Americans are into that, and finally we've reached a point where like, hey, even us Americans are like, let's chill on the America stuff, please. Yeah, like set it somewhere cool, man. Like put it somewhere <laughs> cool. Like this is, it's just like America. Being being a melting pot is great in theory, but then yeah. like whenever you actually write it out, you're kind of like, I've been to the St. Louis Arch. It's fine. Like yeah, yeah. We know, really had so. to melt to get the melting pot going, <laughs> yeah. you know? We really yeah, we had really to melt melted. things down. Uh, but, <laughs> but yeah, overall, um, pretty inoffensive book. Uh, yep. Matt, I think though, what we realized is what we want to do now is actually read some really weird stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I went to the library the other day and was just sending EJ pictures of books I found and realized there's so much stuff written for kids that we could like find anything. Oh, yeah. It is not. We'll do popular series. Like I'm dying to read all of Animorphs. That was the original idea for this is Mm -hmm. i want to read all the animorphs books there's only three avatar the last airbender books i want to read all three of those there's a lot of like big name stuff we want to do but also there's crazy stuff out there that i just want to learn about and check out so i don't think this show is going to explicitly follow series one at a time i think we're going to bounce around and more than anything i think we're just going to follow our bliss because i think the only way we do this is if we're reading stuff we're interested in reading and so if we suddenly want to do five books in a series back to back we're just going to do that and you know maybe you'll be along the ride with us yeah like those avatar books like you were saying like we're those are going to happen. Those are going to happen probably going to happen in a row. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah exactly. But, but like Percy Jackson, we may not do another Percy Jackson episode for a while. Months. Yeah. So, I mean, so. sitting here recording, EJ and I don't even know how often this 
thing is gonna <laughs> like be i don't know if this is a weekly show i don't know if this is a bi-weekly show maybe a matt from the future will chime in right now and tell you that we've like figured out how this show works who knows right. matt from the future here just dads reading books every thursday in your podcast app of choice this is EJ and I's little thing we're trying out. I hope you enjoyed it. Please let us know if you did. You can hit us up on all of the many places that we exist. We've got a couple discords. I, I do two shows called Space Cats, Peace Turtles, and Old Gamers Almanac. You can go check those out. EJ, you got some stuff to plug. It's local stuff, but it's still cool. Please tell us about it. Yeah, it's cool. Um, uh, hockey season's starting up, and I do the play-by-play uh, -play for the University of Arkansas Razorbacks. So do, you know... Tune into that. It's cool. We do a YouTube stream. It's um, really good. Y'all would be so surprised how good this <laughs> local, just like little dinky university that does not... The University of Arkansas has a hockey team. Huh? What? Why? And then like they're really good and the production quality is really good. So uh, it's at least worth checking you. out. Yeah, for sure. So uh, yeah, you, you can find me there. Just stop in, say hi. Um, and uh, yeah, that's basically all I'm I'm yeah. doing. So I assume we'll get like an email at the very least put together so you can just send us feedback for the show. So here's that email address right now just dad's reading books at gmail.com and uh yeah we love you well let's, let's just keep on reading in the we free world that's how <laughs> 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 <laughs>